From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest. We're on air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, we're just going to get uh, rolling here in a second. I just want to quickly give you a heads up. Sunshine highs in the mid 80s. It's, you know, going to be warm and gorgeous <laughs> all weekend long. Also, I've got Halsey tickets for you. Halsey tickets every single hour. The morning hack, part of our bodies that we are most likely to forget to wash in the shower, but doctors say should be a priority. You're going to want to hear this. You mm. might be skipping it all together. That's at 6.55. Mary J. Blige is coming on. She'll be at SoFi Stadium on Sunday for the big halftime show. We even only Ryan's roses. He found a burner phone in his husband's gym bag. He explained it, but then found another one in his car. So we got Thursday, 10th of February here. Rolling up on seven fast. If you got to get moving. And Sissini, mm-hmm. you're talking about, well, you tell them what you're talking about. So I was with my friend and he had just seen the, the Spider-Man movie. And yeah. was telling me how before he went to go see the movie, he, are you okay? I just choked on ginger. Uh-huh. Oh, no. It's spicy. Go ahead. It really is. So he was telling me how he likes to know what's going to happen. So he went online and read all the spoilers for the movie before he went to the movie theater to go see it. And I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, why would you do that? That I am the opposite. I don't ever want to. I stop watching a preview if I'm into the movie because I just don't really? want to see the rest of it. Huh. Yes. And he told me that this is a whole thing, that there's actual people that have done studies on this and that it turns out the majority of people actually enjoy watching a movie that has been spoiled for them well, because then they're ready for the outcome or they know it's coming and they, I, but I, there's no way. And I was like, this is crazy. And so then we looked it up and sure enough. So they're, they're saying the study out. says that people enjoy the story more if they know where it's going. Yeah. Right. Like what about for you? Uh, it depends. Sometimes I do like to read about a movie, so I understand a little bit of who is what and why and where. Uh, just makes it easier to follow a maybe a complicated movie. Maybe, but you can do it afterwards. Afterwards, I love Googling and going down a rabbit hole, but before? Yeah, I don't mind it. Now, the end, maybe the, if there's a twist at the end, yeah. Okay, but, yeah. But like, what's that? What was that? Nicole Kidman, Hugh Grant. Oh yeah, like, Undo- I wouldn't have wanted to know. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't Undoing. have wanted known how that ended. Yeah. Right. Can you remember how that See? ended? Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't have wanted ended. to know that. Uh, but Tanya, you like to know the ending? I like to know the ending. If I would have known the ending to that, I probably wouldn't have watched the series because it made me really dark. So I, I enjoy knowing the end, and I enjoy knowing what I'm getting myself so you, into. And I'm so not you person. enjoy knowing you enjoy knowing the end to not watch it, basically. Correct. Wow. So I'm the person that if you've seen a movie before and I'm watching it with you, I'll ask you what's going to happen because I'd rather know ahead of time. Because you don't want to oh, watch it. No. No, because I just want to like mentally prepare. I guess I can see both sides of all of this. So it's to each his own, but mm-hmm. huh. Yeah, well, I, I guess there, there, there is truth to it, and that's why we always go back to watch movies that we love. It's like, how many times have we seen yeah, all no, of our I'm, favorite movies over yeah, and over again? I'm the uh-huh. guy I'm the guy on the couch going, oh, wait, watch this. Wait, 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 watch this. Watch what happens oh, next. Watch, so watch, 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 watch what she says. <laughs> watch, 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 watch what she does. See, I like that. I would like that. I'd be like, okay, thank you. I'm going to watch.
I am no. not sitting on the couch next to you. You have a boyfriend. Okay, just because I have a boyfriend doesn't mean I can't be sitting on a couch yeah, watching a movie with uh, you. Yeah, you cannot sit on a couch and watch a movie with me because you have a boyfriend. It's that weird. That's not true. I think that's not appropriate. I mean, maybe if it was just the two of you, but if it was like all of us, I think it's fine. Yeah, like when oh, we, we used, used to go to, to screenings. That, remember? Yeah. Yeah, all of this is fine, but Tanya coming over to my house one night to watch something on no. the couch, I'm not so sure. Inappropriate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not inappropriate. It is. How? They're... She's in a relationship. They're co-workers. I think that's the part that's the problem. I think. <laughs> that's it right there. That's it right there. <laughs> I think you just pretty much hit the nail on the head. You know? Uh, I don't it's think just... my boyfriend would care. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I don't, of Rania. I, I, I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, I know what happens with you after 7 o'clock when you get home and change. Like, I don't, you don't need to be sitting on my couch. We we see you come in right. here sometimes with. Uh, she's not gonna and, do that at your house. She probably. Oh, could. I, she probably uh, would. She's <laughs> in her robe. <laughs> you guys. She'd be knocking. She'd come over in her tennis shoes and a robe. But what are you doing? Oh, it's the best way to watch TV in a robe. Right, that's why we're not watching TV. <laughs> uh, when we shower, there are parts of our bodies we forget to hit with soap and water, and doctors want you to know about it. This is the most common place to skip. Your belly button. You really shouldn't stop scrubbing your belly button because if you have an any or an Audi, uh-huh. not cleaning your belly button can lead to belly button jewels or stones. Ew, what is that? I'm not quite sure. What are belly button jewels or stones? Just really, really hard dirt. You accumulate that over is the, the years. most disgusting thing I have ever heard of. Yeah. I got a ninny. I got to make sure that thing is scrubbed, rubbed. Yeah. I have a hack. I do get in there. What's your hack? Uh, use a Q-tip and then put a little bit of soap and then okay. just kind of clean it in there. Ooh. I just take my finger in there and yeah, just get in swirl there. around. But that's real stuff. <laughs> that's real stuff to be aware of. Today's quote, <laughs> criticism of you isn't the truth. It's just someone's opinion. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Let's go. Headline, Sydney. what do you have? Well, evacuate, evacuation orders were put in place this morning after a brush fire erupted in the Laguna Beach area. The blaze, dubbed the Emerald Fire, was reported just after 4 a.m. near the Emerald Bay community and had scorched about seven acres as of 6.15 this morning. The Laguna Beach Police Department issued an immediate evacuation order for Irvine Cove and both North and South Emerald Bay. The Los Angeles School Police Department is growing concerned about violent attacks on children who are walking to and from school or in some cases near their own homes. Young children are easy targets and are becoming victims of violent crimes at an alarming rate. A community approach will be needed to put an end to these attacks. And anyone just arriving into Southern California for the Super Bowl might be amazed by how warm it is here in Southern California this time of year. Well, you should be surprised because this weather is very unusual from now through Sunday. The big game is played over at SoFi Stadium in Inglewood. Temperatures are expected to be 15 to 20 degrees above average, coming close to 90 degrees in some places. On air with Ryan Seacrest. How in the world did we get Mary J. Blige to come into the studio on Super Bowl halftime performance rehearsal week. 
I was thinking the same thing. Good morning, Mary J. <laughs> Good morning, Ryan. <laughs> First of all, it's so great to see you. I, I miss seeing you on a regular basis, like like there was a time. And uh, it's wonderful to hear that you're going to be doing something really cool this Sunday. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Super excited, nervous. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is, what is the preparation like leading up to this halftime show? Because there are so many artists. Um, just so many rehearsals. Um, just going through the whole set, you know, over and over and over again, all night long. And but it's a lot of fun because the set, the music is amazing. Um, just everything that everybody's performing is just. It's. I don't want to give away too much, but it's going to be. It's going to be amazing. It's like it's going to be a celebration. I, I think just a just of life and the positive things that are happening. It's it's really dope. Well, I loved seeing Kendrick and Snoop and Dre and Eminem and yourself are doing it together. I'm not saying that some artists would not want to share the spotlight, but I am saying that kind of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I really loved to see all of you wanting mm-hmm. to do this show. How did the group come together? It makes sense because we're in Los Angeles for some of it, but tell, right. tell me how it came together for you. Well, um, you know, speaking of Sharon, Dr. Dre is sharing his moment with us. Um, he, he, you know, him and Jimmy Iovine gave me a call and um, I'm sure they, you know, Dre called uh, Eminem and Kendrick and, and Snoop. He gave us all a call. I don't know if you saw the commercial, but that's what it was about. It was about mm-hmm. Dre um, texting us and saying, what's up? We want to do Super Bowl. And we was all like, yeah. So this is <laughs> Dre's like just sharing, sharing with us, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. I just want to know so bad. I mean, you can guess what the tracks will, what the songs will be, but how will they put it together? They're saying, people who have seen the rehearsals have said it is going to be either the best halftime show ever or in the top three of all time. Does it feel that way? Yes, it does. It. I get chills while rehearsing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Now, it's Are you also... guys all rehearsing together? Yes. Really? Yes. Who's late? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> no one's late. Uh, also, we've got a release coming. Your new album, Good Morning Gorgeous, is out tomorrow. So it's release day eve. Yeah. Your first album in five years. Tell me about putting this album together and how you feel releasing it now. I feel really good releasing it now. I mean, COVID just put a hold on everything. Mm -hmm. And of course, life before that put a hold on, you know, all the creative, just so many things that had to be taken care of, Mm -hmm. you know, business wise, (laughs) alimony, all kinds of stuff had to be, (laughs) yo. (laughs) So (laughs) um, the, the title just comes from, you know, just me having this be, you know, instead of always coming with, you know, something that is not so happy, you know, and, and just saying something positive about myself and about my life. And it's a positive affirmation that I'm speaking from the inside out. Good morning, gorgeous is not a vain right. um, mm-hmm. uh, affirmation at all. It's about how how you get to that and how you grow from the inside and how you build yourself up. And that's what I've been doing, building myself up from the inside out in order to get out of those dark situations. And I had to find the most powerful word that I I never even believe I can use, which is go- gorgeous, like good morning, gorgeous, and say it in the morning because nobody's yeah, gorgeous so- in the morning. <laughs> yes. <yeah. laughs> 
But it, it gets your. Let me play a little bit of that right here. It gets your. It gets you in the right, healthy state of mind. Listen. I wake up every morning and tell myself, morning, gorgeous. Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and say, morning, gorgeous. No one else can make me feel this way. Morning, gorgeous. Good morning, gorgeous. Good morning, gorgeous. Hmm. It's, you know, I just to hear you say things like that is mind-boggling, you know, to, to hear that you self-loathe in some way throughout yeah, life. Yeah, I did um, for a long time, like practically all my life. And then when you get in a situation where someone hates you more than you hate you, you start to realize how important <sighs> your life is. And you I'm, choose. And I, I had to make a choice, and I chose my life because I was just tired of feeling, you know, tired of my life being in jeopardy, not only by me, but by other people. So yeah. I chose. And, was that scary? Oh, it was really scary. But I'm not afraid, you know. It's, it, it, it's, it's scary how not afraid I am of certain things. Sure. And that's why I had to make a choice because it was going to be me or, or it. <laughs> and it wasn't going to be me. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I've come a long way and um, I feel really good about it. I feel great, actually. I feel amazing. Like, I don't know if you heard the Cali record, but... You know, I feel amazing, you know, yeah, may not be it every day, but I feel amazing sometimes. Well, know? there's collaborations on there that, that you're talking about. You got Khaled on there, Anderson Pack, Usher, uh, writing a song with her. Uh, so, so much great talent on the album and looking forward to that release. So let me just run it down. So Super Bowl Pepsi Halftime Show, that's Sunday. Yes. You can tune into the iHeartRadio album release party with Mary J. Blige. That's tomorrow night at 7 uh, on Fox Soul's YouTube channel and FoxSoul.tv. And she's celebrating her new album, Good Morning Gorgeous, out tomorrow. You got some things on your plate? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, speaking of <laughs> Good Morning Gorgeous, Lionel Richie has said, told me this story a couple times. where Because, you know, he's always, I, you know Lionel. Mm -hmm. And he's always in a great mood. And he's always the nicest guy, right, at yeah. the table. And I said to him, I've never, see, I've known you a long time. I've never seen you, like, frustrated or in a bad mood or grumpy. And he says, you know what, Ryan, I do wake up sometimes like that, but I look in the mirror and I realize I am Lionel Richie and the life that I have and what I get to share with people and how that mm -hmm. makes them feel. And he kind of does that affirmation to himself every day, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah um, it's what you say about you and what you believe about you is more important than anybody else, can, anything that anyone sure. could say about you. like I say good morning, shorty, to myself sometimes. <laughs> and I mean Don't say height. that, Ryan. I mean, that's about my height. I know good morning, shorty. Look, you keep keeping it real. You just are what you are, right? We got what we got. <laughs> good morning, shorty. Uh, hey, I love having you. I love seeing you. Great luck this weekend. It's going to be you, awesome. Yes. I'm going to have so chills excited. watching you. Thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. You take good care, Mary J. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. That's going to be so crazy wait. to watch. I cannot right? wait. We're All just going right. to be blown away. Oh. Minutes away from Ryan's Roses. Katie is on the line here this morning. So, Katie, you're calling us about your boyfriend. Uh, and the question is, should you tell your boyfriend you love him? Hi, Ryan. Yes. Mm. Um, so great Hi. to talk to you. Great to talk to um, you. I... I've been with my boyfriend now for almost a year and a half, which seems like a very long time to go without saying those things. Um, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're really happy. Like 
I know his family. I went on a family vacation with him to Hawaii just like a month ago. Um, and I feel it from him through his actions, but I'm nervous to be the one to say it first. Um, just cause I'm, you know, worried of what the response will be. So I'm curious your thoughts on, you know, I wanted to say it for a, lo- a while now. Well, just the longer I wait, the harder it gets. <laughs> my, my experience has been anytime I have said it, the other person has said, oh my gosh, I've been waiting to say that too. Oh. Yeah. And it's a moment of absolute potential passion, you know? Yeah, I, totally. I, I also think if you feel it, and I, I mean, you know, saying you can love a lot of people, right? I mean, you can fall in love many times over. You can fall out of love, too, I believe. Yeah. But I think um, I'm of the school of thinking if you feel it and you want to say it, then you say it. And if the response isn't what you want, then it's very telling. But if the response yeah. is the same, that's such a breakthrough moment. It's one of those great moments that's worth taking the risk. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. How do you, I mean, I, of course, I've waited so long at this point now that the hype is, you know, it's building up and it makes me nervous. Like, do you think it's better to just have it in like casual conversation and just make it easy or like have a serious conversation? No. I'm just like, not sure how no. to approach it. it. No, it's better at sunset or when the sun is down <laughs> and it's better when you're having a meal and you can actually yeah. pick up a glass to have a toast and you say something's been on my mind. Yeah. And I just want to tell you how I really feel. And okay. I'm excited to say that, you know, this has turned into something that's really special. And I <laughs> love you. I love you. And, and things. I'm copying with, your exact words. It, I mean, it can work. It can work. It's like an uh, episode out of The yeah. Bachelor. But do it right? in the evening. Okay. Hmm? I love that. All right, our job is done. Good luck. Thanks. Mm-hmm. In the morning, it doesn't work. And that's because generally we're distracted in the morning. We've got to get to work. We've got to get the kids out. We've got to get things done. At sunset or evening, your day is done. And you can feel a little more emotion. And that's Maybe. when I think you do it. Or just when it naturally pops up. Like, it doesn't have to be this whole rehearsed thing. No, but it's something that when you are going to say it for the first time, you do think about how to do it. Has anybody ever had a margarita or two and said it and then like, oh, God, I said that last night? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, after my too. first date with Michael, I was, I, uh, oh, I don't even want to, I was drunk dialing him after like the next <laughs> night with my girlfriends and saying I love you. That's kind of a hard way to, it's kind of a hard, that's a hard thing to back out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got to go with it. Yeah. (laughs) I go, God, what I do? Why do I open my mouth? On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. One hundred two point seven, Kiss FM. Let's get into Ryan's roses right now. Got an email from Nicholas. Nicholas is on the phone. Nicholas, good morning, and thank you for coming on. Hi. Let me get to it. 
So you're saying that your okay. husband has a burner phone. He says it's for work, but you think he's lying. You need to know who he's calling. So what makes you think that burner phone is up to no good? Well, because it's kind of like still on. <laughs> so I found it a year ago. I was cleaning out our gym bags, and I found a burner phone. And that's when he said, oh, these are for work. We all got them when we went to Brazil on business, which, sure, that totally makes sense to me. So, right. But I was borrowing his car the other day, and I found another one. Mm. Or it's, maybe it's the same one. I don't, I'm not that good with It's like an old flip phone, you know, or it looks like an old flip phone. Yeah. So, so anyway, I found it and it's on. It's got calls like a five six two number. So well, now why why jump to conclusions? He could be running an illegal crime ring or something. I hope or that's what head. it is. That's not any better. That's where my head went. <laughs> no, but it's a reason to have a burner phone. That I'm not saying it's any better, but it's not that much worse. Well, cool. so he's not cheating, work. but he's doing something illegal. Yeah, well, at least, at least, I mean, he's not cheating. It's good for your own ego. Oh, my God. Uh, hey, he's making money. Uh, yeah. No, Nicholas. <laughs> you know, the everybody that went to Beijing for the Olympics had to take burner phones. Right. Because so, they were worried that the government was going to listen in. Oh. Fascinating. So there, there could be reasons. Uh, all right. We are uh, on with Nicholas. Nicholas thinks that his husband's burner phone is a device in which he uses to cheat on Nicholas. So what we're going to do is call him now and offer him some roses. Yeah, we'll see if he wants find to send out. To yeah, find out who he wants to send him to, who he's thinking about, what's top of mind. So be very quiet. I just need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then your husband's name on KISS FM. Go ahead. You have my permission to call my husband. On Kiss FM. And we're going to do that right now. Here we go. Good luck. All right. Hello? Hi, I'm looking for Curtis. Speaking. Hi, Curtis. My name is Bree. I'm calling from Fancy Flowers. We're actually a flower shop here in Sherman Oaks. How are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm, a, I'm all right. Good. You know, we service the Valley, and actually what we're doing is we're offering local residents a promotion today. It's a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. They're absolutely free. We just hope that if you love our arrangements, you then come back as a returning paying customer. Okay. Uh, for real? Yeah, I would just need the name of the person you want to send them to, and we can write a note, and they can receive them today at any time that's great for you, lunchtime or in the evening. Oh, I don't know. 2022 has been a pretty eventful year for me here. Um, <laughs> lots of choices. Uh, I well, I guess I should send it to my to my husband, Nicholas. It's up to I mean, you. We can I mean, we can send them yeah. to whoever. He's been a little suspicious lately, so I, I should probably smooth that over. <laughs> suspicious. Okay. Well, yeah, you know how couples get. Got it. What would you like to put on the note? Always and forever. Always and forever. Hey, Curtis, it is Ryan Seacrest. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. 
I have your husband, Nicholas, on the line. You know, the suspicious one. And we're calling with some background on what's going on with you. And I just want to tell you that we have been asked by your husband to find out if you're cheating on him and why you have a burner phone and why you think he's being suspicious. So could you answer those questions? Yeah. First of all, I knew it was you guys because, yeah, obviously it is (laughs) for real. And a burner phone? You mean... You mean the flip phone in my car for work? Uh, Nicholas, is that what you were talking about? That's definitely the one, the phone that we're talking about. So what did you mean by you have an eventful 2022? How eventful are we talking here? Are we talking area code 562 eventful? I mean, I knew that this phone call wasn't this phone call, sweetie. I just knew. I, I, I was playing along. Really? Okay, well, why do you have the burner phone from a year ago in the center console of the car, and it's got, like, calls, a lot of calls of the same number over and over and over again? Okay, 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 okay. It is a burner phone that I got for work when I went to Brazil, so I wouldn't have a lot of international expensive calls. I don't know. I didn't know it was charged. And... Those are incoming calls. If you open the phone, I've never even really accessed the phone inside America. But if you open the phone, they're all incoming calls. They're spam calls. You know, you know how it, when people call to scam likely on an iPhone? Well, this is exactly that. It's probably some kind of survey. Hmm. Well, it really? feels a bit extreme to me. Yeah. I mean, why is it over and over? No, I didn't actually I mean, I open really the thought, phone. Though. I, I really we were going to turn over a new leaf in the new year. I mean, this kind of stuff isn't funny anymore, sweetie. Why is the you phone still what? charged? If you haven't used it in months, why is it charged? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and guess because you charged it because you're snooping. What? That? Come on! That, you know that's BS. I don't. I don't know. If, I mean, this call is BS. I mean, this whole thing is a joke. Why don't we just smooth it over and have nachos tonight? Mm, that would work. Well, I guess we'll talk about it tonight anyway. But this isn't twenty twenty anymore. Things are different. That phone is for work, and you know it. Believe me. All right. So, guys, we're gonna let you go and. Talk this over tonight, but um, there may be some uh, insecurities uh, in the trust compartment here, but uh, good luck talking it through. I hope everything works out, Curtis, Nicholas. Well, I, I appreciate it, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. Can I still bring my husband the flowers home? You're not going to get the flowers. I don't think they're real no. flowers. But Fair you can enough. stop and pick some up on the way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should definitely do that. Well, I definitely will. All right. Thank you very much. So, um, I don't know. It just feels like there's somebody's not trusting somebody there. He's gaslighting him. Sounded like it. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Sunshine and heat. Highs in the mid-80s. We may see 90 in the next few days. Visitors from the East Coast 
visitors from out of town, visitors from Cincinnati here for the game. Yeah, it's pretty much like this all the time. I know. Pretty much like this all the time. Uh, All right. Let's go back to Ryan's Roses. You had Curtis and Nicholas, and Nicholas thought his husband had a burner phone because he was cheating on him. Sisney, you said, now, when he did send the roses to his husband, and he claimed that the burner phone was for work, you said it sounded like he's gaslighting him. It does, because he... It wasn't so much gaslighting to the point where he's making him feel like he's crazy, but his husband backed down very quickly, and he just told him, it's, it's a burner phone, it's a spam call, and then he was like, okay, I guess we'll talk about it when we get home. And I just feel like he does this with him all the time. Yeah, I don't know that he needed a burner phone for just that, but right. who knows? I actually cannot tell, based on that call we had, I cannot tell if, if the burner phone means he's cheating but I do know there's insecurities in that relationship. For sure. Yeah. I just something rubbed me the wrong way with him being like, We'll talk about well, it tonight. I, I'll make I, this got rubbed, I got rubbed the right way when he said that. <laughs> oh gosh, it's too easy for you. The then. sweetie did sound a little condescending. You know what I mean? Now that I think about it. But if like, you were my we'll talk later, sweetie. Wives mm-hmm. or wife, whoever. And you said, let's talk about over nachos tonight. I would kind of get excited. I mean, I'm just going to do that in general whenever I want to talk to you about something. Right? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I don't want you to talk to me like at night after we've done with this. But, you know, it, I'm just <laughs> saying in my relationship, if she said, let's, you know, let's have a breakfast burrito for dinner or something. <laughs> All right. Hannah's on the phone. Hannah, good morning. Hi. So you're saying the phone would not be, this burner phone, which was the issue, would not be charged after a year? Yeah. I mean, if he if he knew the phone was sitting there for a year, he would automatically just be like, that phone can't possibly be working. It's been sitting there and it has not been charged. Um, so I you think like it's there's manipulation going on? 100%. He's totally gaslighting his partner and like he sounds totally guilty. He I turned everything around on him right away. I still don't fully understand what gaslighting means. Oh and why I can't comprehend that definition. But it's like when you're trying to make <laughs> well, the other person feel crazy. Meaning yeah, like their experience is does isn't real. All right. Uh we can't figure it out. I don't know, but that relationship's not in a great place. Thanks for calling, Hannah. Thank you. Bye. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. The city of Anaheim was incorporated 152 years ago today, back in 1870. Wow. That's right. Fun, fun fact. Well, it is. And if anyone was alive then listening, good for you. <laughs> 152 years ago. So I have more Halsey tickets on the way in a few minutes. Sunshine and heat, as you know. Heat now and into the weekend for the Super Bowl as well on Sunday. Now, Tanya has a trending report. Usually these are inspired by a well-known person or persons, and they always are attached by a question that we are to ponder. So the question here is, go for it, Tanya. Becoming boyfriend, girlfriend, Mm -hmm. how does that conversation go down? So you're exactly right. So this week, (sighs) Pete Davidson 
and Kim Kardashian. We know they've been dating. We saw them first linked back in October when they were holding hands at that amusement park and everybody thought, are they, aren't they? We weren't really sure, but obviously now we know they are together. And I guess it was only a matter of time before they made it official that they were going to be boyfriend-girlfriend status. But Pete was talking to People Magazine about living life in the spotlight, and he just casually said this. He said, or if I'm off, I just either hang with my friends or chill with my girlfriend inside so I don't do much. So Obviously, he's referring to Kim Kardashian when he just casually dropped the G word, girlfriend. But it got me thinking, when you become boyfriend girlfriend do you in the past have you guys had that conversation who initiates it do you just let it happen does it just slip uh for me in the past it's just happened right it's Mm -hmm. circumstantial like it's not technical and then time goes by maybe there's a weekend trip Uh uh-huh time goes by some more and then you kind of look at each other and go well i guess we are aren't we I mean, it's really like that. It's not like this deliberate, rigid conversation, which I feel like, Tony, you would want to have. Oy, oy. <laughs> like <laughs> You'd want to have that really oy. rigid, stare you in the eye conversation <laughs> as opposed to the organic evolution of it all. Yes. And actually, for me, it was funny because it was so important because in the beginning we were just casually dating and I decided I really wanted to be in a relationship and he wasn't there yet. And so I was like, you know what? It's cool. I'll just keep dating other people and dating you. And then uh, it doesn't. Like two it, days it becomes later, uncool at some point, right? Yeah. And two days later, he took me to dinner and he wrote me a card, like a really beautiful card, and basically asked me to be his girlfriend in the card. And you've never read that card to us? How dare you? We should be. No. We should hear all of that card here. Mm-hmm. I came to you guys the next morning after he officially asked me to be his girlfriend. Do you not that remember the song? No reading of the card. Mm-mm. I don't recall that. Yeah. No hey, it's Super Bowl here. weekend. Let's treat ourselves. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I actually read you the card, but I did write you a beautiful song. I think it happens just nonchalantly for some people, and yeah. then some people all romantic like that. Like for Michael and I, we were. It was Fourth of July weekend, and I met a bunch of his friends. And then all of his friends were like, oh, this is Mike's girlfriend. This is Mike. They were saying it. And that's right. what happened. So we well, were like, did, did I guess he we're ever. Int- I, I, I remember times where I would introduce someone with just their name and, yeah. not, and not yeah. say my girlfriend. Right. So and so. But wouldn't that make her mad? Yes. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. But he didn't guys, need to. But sometimes we guys don't think like that. Sometimes I don't think like that for sure. It's just like, mm-hmm. hey, this is Tanya. This uh, is my girlfriend. I'd be Tanya. like, yeah, my right. girlfriend Tanya. Right, mm. right. Look, I mean, we're we're very different, but I'm, it's always sort of organically happened over yeah. time. And you're like, are you seeing anyone else? No, not really. Are you? No, not really. All right, mm. we're good. Well, all the talk about the game coming up on Sunday, L.A. hosting the Super Bowl for the L.A. Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals, and to celebrate the Super Bowl being in L.A., something very cool. That the NFL has not, to my knowledge, done in the past. When you think of NFL merch, it's very expected, right? I mean, it's yeah. the team colors, the team fonts, the, the team Nikes, mascots. The Nikes, the Adidas, it's, like big it, brands. Yeah, it's very universal but expected, not, mm-hmm. not unpredictable. Well, this is cool. So the NFL handpicked four Los Angeles streetwear brands to create collections for them. One of them is owned by a group of women here in Los Angeles, Belladonna, 
each brand was tasked with creating a capsule collection celebrating L.A. Now, we know what L.A. streetwear looks like, right? Yes. But does the rest of the country know what L.A. streetwear is and looks like? They kind of will because NFL's teamed up to connect with the community and give these brands exposure. And Lala Romero is here from Belladonia. And Lala, good morning and congratulations. Good morning, Lala. Good morning. Good morning, guys. So thank you, can, thank you. Can you ex- this is I'm looking at some of the merch that you have created, the streetwear, the NFL streetwear for uh, Los Angeles that really shows what our city is about and symbolizes a lot of Los Angeles. But tell us how you and your small business and the NFL came together to create these. You know, we've been working for like the last eight years really hard on representing for our city and for Latinas and you know, really to make space for women in the streetwear category. So I think just, you know, we've been, we've just been putting in the work. So it was really nice to get that tap on the shoulder from the NFL to represent our city, you know, on such an enormous stage in such a beautiful way. And so for us, I kind of feel like Ryan, like in so many ways, we have been waiting for this moment (laughs) our whole lives, you know, (laughs) but you manifested it football fans. Yes. Now, there is a standout black satin jacket, which is a nod to the classic Raiders jacket, isn't it? You know what? I would say yes. Yeah, that's cool. But technically, you know, we're always rooting for our city, whoever it is. I think um, we're we're so excited for the Rams, but definitely, like, we're, we're a small business. We're six girls that, you know, operate this business daily. And... Um, there's definitely Raiders fans in the building and all over the city. And our brand is really rooted in a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. So, like, you know, we're forever living in, in the 90s and, like, kind of reflecting back to that era. No, so, I yeah, mean, you'll across the brand you'll see, you know, Raiders, Rams, all of the things. I'm loving – there's a sweatshirt I see, which is – it's 90s turquoise. It's got the cityscape, but it's also got the mm-hmm. palm trees framing the look. It's got some sparkliness to it. It's got some cool L.A. font. looks like spray paint. Uh, it, it's uh, it's really – it's like the coolest NFL stuff you've ever seen. I love it. I know. And for Super Bowl 56 specifically. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. I mean, like, you know, airbrush is so synonymous, like – with growing up in LA, mm-hmm. like going to either like Magic Mountain or you go to the swap meet, you get your mm-hmm. hoodie airbrushed with your name. So we really just wanted to create some merch that reflected the city that everyone felt proud to wear and felt excited to rep for Sunday, but then even like beyond that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's awesome. You can check out belladonia.com to see what this NFL streetwear looks like coming right out of our own backyard. Lala Romero, thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations, and thanks for doing this. Thanks, guys. We love you. We'll see you soon. Love you you too, Lala. Bye. Bye. She's so right about the spray paint. I remember getting Mm T-shirts over spring break. Yeah, or like hats. (laughs) Yeah, and it looked so cheesy then, but it's so cool now. (laughs) It's like so cool. Vintage. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. And if you're visiting for the Super Bowl, thank you for finding us on iHeartRadio, or maybe you're in an Uber checking out the yeah. warmth, the heat wave of our city in, uh, in this season. It's crazy, too. All right, so uh, just a few days away from the big game, I'm fixated on the Buffalo Wings 
the pizza. <laughs> of course, you think about the menu. It's not. A, it's like it's all finger foods, all bites, yeah. all snacks. But it's coursed throughout the game. Like I'm, I'm not going to the game. I'm watching the game on the screen, mm-hmm. and I've 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 coursed. The problem is I don't ever want to get full. One and the game has to have snacks throughout every quarter. It has to have right. new snacks introduced. Like third yeah, quarter has to have want, new snacks. Yeah, and you don't want it to be cold or you know it's like sitting there for all day. It needs to be fresh. Right. So the baby back Chipotle dripping ribs come like later. You have to build to that too. Now I don't eat meat <laughs> except for you know game day and, and rib day, <laughs> uh, or when they're really really from the the smoker. Unless it's really good, I'll eat Unless meat. Unless they're really good, I eat meat. <laughs> I don't want to waste it on not good meat. So I mean, anyway, it makes sense, right? Or, I mean, look, it's uh, it's not it's plant based, but there have to be cheats and exceptions. I think that's a great way to live. I'm excited. Three days away, the big game. There's a a lot of SoCal born and raised players because you know obviously it's an NFL team. So players are recruited and they're brought in and they played in other states and colleges. Yeah. But you've got locals that grow up watching the teams here in town, watching the Rams uh-huh. go and maybe come back. And now who are the ones that are real local? I want to talk about Eric Weddle first because Eric Weddle, he, I think, for the last several months have has been living in this delirious fairy tale. So he was retired from the NFL. He thought... It was done. He closed the book. He was a coach for his son's Pop Warner team in San Diego. And then out of nowhere, after two seasons of being retired, he gets a phone call from the Rams and says, hey, do you want to come play for us right before playoffs? So his world completely turned upside down in the best possible way. Uh, He's 37 years old from Fontana. He went to Alta Loma High School uh, in Rancho Cucamonga is married and has four kids. He is a SoCal guy. And I'm a little biased because he played for the Chargers for many, many yeah, years. Yeah, there you go. Right. So I like him a lot. Um, some more SoCal Rams. Wide receiver Robert Woods. We should shout him out. He's from Gardena. He went to Junipero, Sarah High, and USC. So way local. Cornerback Dante Dion is from Rialto. He went to Summit High School in Fontana. And defensive tackle Greg Gaines is from La Habra High School. What up? Um, there you go. I La know. Habra. And then there's a few from Loyola High School, which is where Ellen K's son just graduated from. Cornerback David Long Jr. and offensive lineman Coleman Shelton. So I mean, they're just all born and raised right here. It's in the I water. Mean, and they're just rolling down the road to Inglewood from where they mm-hmm. grew up. Yeah. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, we are tomorrow going to set you up with more free money as we pay your bills. We also got some Halsey tickets, a hometown hustler we're spotlighting after 8 o'clock, and a Super Bowl morning hack. On air with Ryan Seacrest.